0: welcome to the permaculture pimp cast episode number 18 no 19 Okay, 19. I stand corrected. (laughs) 19.
1: (laughs) Are you sure this is 19? Yeah, because Eric's uh, interview was the 18th one.
0: Okay, well, I got to make a correction here, y'all. So it's episode 19. Okay, the only permaculture podcast out there, or excuse me. Pimpcast. Right. The only pimpcast out there where we discuss permaculture and all things preparedness and all things everything else from a pragmatic point of view, how's it going, son?
1: Good, how are you? I got my Compost Your Enemies shirt on. I know, from, man. From uh, David the Good.
0: Yeah, how cool is that, man? That That is one... There's so many derivations you can come up with with something like that, man. How cool is it?
1: Even the liberals like this one.
0: Absolutely, yeah. You know, that's the cool thing yeah. about it, man, is that everybody... Yeah. Everybody
1: likes this one. Yeah, no everybody matter likes how you shirt. look at it.
0: Boy, he was very <laughs> clever on that one. Okay, this episode brought to you by... Hickory Ridge Soap. You can get some at Two Old Crows Homestead, son. What do you think about that soap?
1: Yeah, that soap is off the hook. Um, I've gone through one bar so far. It was the Sexy Beast one. Now I'm on the Jacobine soap.
0: Hold on, dude. How many showers are you taking a day? You done been through two bars of soap? Hey, I
1: lather that thing up. I use the abrasive washcloths, not the soft, fluffy ones that everybody likes.
0: No, all all the women in this house like.
1: Yeah, I like the abrasive ones.
0: Yeah, man, I want something, and that's what I love about this soap, man. Some of that girly soap that your mom uses, dude, you come out and you feel nastier than when you walked in because you're all slippery and stuff. you're all greasy. Yeah, you come out, man, I'm like, what is this, dude? I mean, we ran out of soap one time and I'm using some of this stuff she likes, or she liked past tense. Because, honestly, she switched over, man. She loved this soap. I think the fragrance and the way it
1: lathers so much, man, she actually moved over. Well, you don't feel greasy afterwards, and you don't feel dry either. Like that Irish Spring you used to use, you feel all dry and, like, crackly afterwards. This stuff, you don't. You don't feel, you know, greasy. feel squeaky clean, but, you know, you're moisturized.
0: I'll tell you what, man. It took the hippie off of me, man. Uh, I got to say, man. Hey, folks. Look, this is going to be part of the theme here throughout this entire episode, and we're going to be talking about, and you really want to stick around for this because we're going to be dropping some serious, serious nuggets and some very helpful things for those of you out there that are thinking about a homestead business and don't know where to turn. Believe me, I am going to drop it like it's hot.
1: Yeah, Dad. Do you know what that means? Yeah, Emily told me about that. (laughs) Emily and Kendra don't don't think you know what that that means. I don't think y'all know what it means, but I know what I know what it means. You
0: heard the song? Yeah, man, from way back, man. Yeah, anyway, you're going to be getting some serious nuggets in this one. All right, y'all, right out of the gates, tip of the day. Look, I know I give some sage advice sometimes. Yeah, I'm patting myself on the back. But today, we're going to talk about some serious tips, things that's going to help you. In fact, everything about every episode, but this one especially, is really going to make you think about things, uh, hopefully, a little bit differently and it might even encourage some of you folks that are sitting on the fence wondering, man, I have no ideas. Don't worry. I got some for you. Look, sign up right now to freesteading.com and also listen to us on the Fountain App. Hat Uh, tip to uh, Jack Spierko.
1: Those are your tips for the day. Yeah, those are tips (laughs) for the day. Go to freesteading.com and listen to us on the Fountain App. That's right. (laughs) Go to Fountain App and tip a pimp.
0: That's exactly how you do it, y'all. And also you can submit uh, questions on Fountain App. Plus, honestly, it's a really good. No matter, it, not just listening to us. If you're one of the, <coughs> excuse me, yeah, the no, no, you're supposed to never do. We don't have a cough button. At least I'm not aware of one. Yeah, I'm
1: fighting back sneezes.
0: Yeah, well, keep it to yourself, homie. Especially on that <laughs> side of the table. Um, don't be aiming this way. Um, no, really, folks. If you want to, if you want to listen to a podcast, I mean, all your podcasts that you listen to are on that fountain app. So go over there, check it out. You can tip somebody. Plus, I love their player, man, because, folks, what you don't realize, well, I'm going to tell you right now, is that in the course of a day, man, I consume a lot of information. Many, Much of it is helpful. Some of it's news. Um, it's a wide variety of things. Some of it history-related. There's a great many things. But, look, I like listening to it on fast speed because I've adjusted my mind, just like we talked about not in this last podcast with Eric Sider, but the one before that. And hopefully, some of you have taken that advice on how to read three times faster.
1: Yeah, the speed reading part—it's linked down below.
0: Well, son, it's really—it's speed learning. It's speed well, learning, yeah, folks. But I you, think
1: it's—I think it's labeled as the speed reading.
0: I'm telling you what—if you didn't listen to that, you need to go back and check it out and and uh, apply it. It works. I'm telling you what. Well, the same thing happens. Your mom can't stand it when I'm doing it, dude. We're driving somewhere, and I put a podcast on three times the speed. And she gets so aggravated because she's like, there is no way you're hearing what's going on. And yeah. I'm, I'm
1: hearing everything. It depends on who's who's talking. Right. If, if Stu Peters is talking, you can't play nah, that. For three you, times you might fast.
0: go 1.25 <laughs> if it's Stu Peters. But if you're checking out anybody else, there's a lot of times I can triple it up. Like Doug Hagman on the Hagman yeah. Report or something like that. I yeah. can triple it up. Um, you know, some other people. Plus, there's times where there's dropping a lot of information. So anyway, I produce. I go through a lot of stuff in the day. But some of these players don't allow you The adjustment the way fountain does where i can really play with the speed on this thing so check us out on fountain you can also submit questions but like i said tip up not that you need to speed
1: dad up at all why man i'm (laughs) I'm moving at a pretty slow pace right (laughs) dad you should see your your sound waves on your on your speech area well hey y'all if you are doubling you better slow
0: it down (laughs) because i'm telling you we're gonna be dropping it like it's hot and yes i'm gonna say (laughs) it again all right moving into farm news um, so we put out a video today talking about the chicken tractor on steroids and I believe you called yeah. the video the, this thing is singing.
1: Yeah. It was a quote from you during the video. Oh. yeah. This system is singing. It really is. Yeah. It, um, we're up to three piles now, one compost cage, uh, that one pile will be finished next week.
0: You know, it was funny because everybody in a great grandmother, a lot of these festivals are asking me, uh, a lot of the invites we get are asking me to come talk about the, uh, chicken tractor on steroids, and in fact, I got an invitation today to one of the local festivals and they they were wanting me to teach a basic permaculture class. And I'm like, eh, it's really not my cup of tea, man. Um, you want to tell some people how to feed themselves and feed their animals for free? We can talk nephew like a permaculture
1: 101 class.
0: Yeah. And that's really not. I mean, I can do it. I could do it in my sleep. It's just not what I do. I just feel like um, if you got me in front of a crowd or whatever, I'm going to try to evangelize how you can feed yourself and your family for free. Well,
1: I would I would think that teaching a permaculture 101 class would be very difficult to do. I mean, how do you... Uh, you're just wetting everybody's beef. I know, but to an, like, an irritating extent, because you're not really telling them anything. Well, you're just telling them about the cool stuff you could do. And they're wanting <laughs> me, more time. Well, they're wanting me to speak for 45 minutes as well. And I'm like, okay, I can
0: do it. I can do it. I can definitely do it. But honestly, I would rather provide more value to the crowd. You know, if that's what you're looking for, then maybe I'm not the guy for it. And so they said, okay, well, we'll, we're gonna go with what you said. So that's cool. That's really what I'm looking for is to evangelize all these different ways, folks, if you haven't seen a a pattern so far in what we do, it is trying to evangelize these ways, especially in these times where we can feed ourselves, our animals make the world's best compost to all this stuff and do it with waste streams, or at least what other people think are waste streams. And I've provided you tips at nauseam. And believe me, I mean, I've only provided as far as the availability of where you can get this stuff. I've probably provided 50% of what I now know. I mean, yeah, you know, there there's,
1: uh, unless you go to festivals.
0: Yeah. Well, that's usually where I drop Most of the info is going to a festival. Um, So really when you get down to it, I mean, when you, when you break it all down, that's really the theme of this folks. And that's exactly what we're going to be talking about in this episode. We're going to be talking about, um, why aren't you starting a doggone business? I talked about it the other day with Matt and Gabby from, uh, Homestead for a living. And, um, we're going to talk about it today. And uh, like I said, you want to stick around for this because we're going to be dropping some great ideas. For all you people out there, especially in the homesteading world, permaculture world, whatever the case may be, I'm going to give you some tips today in which you can off and run with a business because we have got to start doing business with each other. If we don't, y'all, were dead. That's why I'm, 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 I, have, I am not being paid to tell you to go to freesteading.com. Nobody has given me a dime, and it was my idea to promote it. Because nobody's telling me to promote this or promote that. I've been asked a couple of times. And if it's a worthy cause, I've done it. And this one, I can't think of a more worthy cause, son, really, when we have a platform.
1: Yeah, yeah this is the platform everybody's been asking about. This is the platform everybody's been asking for. Um, I mean, yeah. this is exactly what everybody has been looking for if you're into homesteading.
0: Yeah, homesteading, permaculture, preparedness, all of it under one banner, um, it could all be found right there, but that's exactly what we're going to get down to because they are going to open up a man. As soon as they get this thing off and running, it's all set up. Yeah. It's ready to rock and roll. Yeah. And they even have a crypto. Oh crypto yeah. For wallet. all you folks on the yeah. uh, fountain app, you're going to dig this. I know Jack Spearco's is probably going to want to check it out. Is that when it's off and running, they already have it all set up. They have a crypto wallet on there. In addition to that, they also, they're going to have a marketplace. This thing is already better than anything else out there. It's better than all the other ones I've ever tried. And, you know, I couldn't be more pleased about it. When they heard me talk about the need for us to have our own uh, marketplace and everything else, I've been screaming this for at least six months. And then when they talked to us at that last Self-Reliance Festival, I just thought, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I didn't didn't
1: fully get it at the last Self-Reliance Festival. I didn't understand the platform at first, but once now like lately i'm starting to understand it a lot yeah yeah
0: and now i think there's going to be a feeding frenzy when when people finally figure it out okay well already i mean all people people are already diving over there what i love about it is that other people are jumping in answering the questions because we're so doggone we're still yeah we're going to get over there y'all with more regularity i mean last night i was at midnight trying to uh answer some questions
1: People are having conversations with themselves on, not with themselves, but with each other on. There.
0: Right. It's They're fantastic.
1: An, like asking and answering each other's questions. Right. You on know there.
0: the answer. Sing it out. Yeah. So just a re- another bit of farm news. Look, y'all, we are busy, busy, busy. Um, and it's all work we love. So it's not complaining at all. I mean, we wake up every day and do what we love, and we're trying to get as many of you out there to do the very same thing. We are—we have been pleading with you folks, and that's exactly what you're going to find at the Back to the Land Festival. It's going to be September 23rd and 24th. And then, look, not to
1: oversell this thing, but freesteading.com has a calendar on there. Right. And, that's another good place to find out where and when the festivals are going to be.
0: And where they are. They even have a thing yeah. for every state you're in. You know, there's going to be a state leader, and you can have state discussions so, you know, man, it's going to be on there. Also, hey, y'all, I'd be remiss. Check it out. We got a guild class coming up. And if you don't know what that is, it's basically instead of just planting a tree, you're going to learn how to do that, by the way. Hey,
1: also on that back to the land, there's a promo called promo code pimp uh, for five dollars off your ticket. Right. You can find It'll that be down linked below. Down below. Yeah.
0: OK. Along with. uh This uh, guild class we got coming up, it's going to be on September 30th. Now it's going to be the day before the self-reliance festival, which is actually October 1st and 2nd at that guild class. Here's what you're going to pick up y'all in a nutshell. We're going to show you the proper way to plant a tree. We're going to show you that's a big deal. Am I wrong?
1: It is a really big deal. A lot of people get that wrong.
0: Right. I mean, little things, little tiny things that could really screw it up for you. And we're going to show you how to do it in the swale. So you're going to also, like William said before, you're going to get a two for one. You're going to actually see a swale with your own two eyes. You're going to see a functioning swale. You're going to find out how we take it from where it is, where we put in a cover crop. We're going to cut it down, plant our trees, and we're going to put all the guild plants along with it. Now, imagine the tree is your thumb. The guild plants because we don't put sprays, chemicals, any of that kind of garbage on there. The only thing we spray on these trees is milk every month in the uh, in the growing season. And there's a whole you'll learn all the reasons why for that. But we're going to have that guild class. It's also going to be linked down below along with the Self Reliance Festival. We're going to be at both of them. Uh, guild class, like I said, September 30th, and then Self Reliance Festival October one and two. And you are going to want to be there. Um, after this year, I'm not sure that I'm going to be doing any other festivals unless they're really, really close outside of self-reliance. I mean, that's where, if you want to find me, that's where it's going to be at y'all because it's not just homesteading. It's about business.
1: Yeah. It's, it's an all in one type festival. Um, I mean the best community is there, everything like all the best parts of all the other festivals are at this festival.
0: Now there's some really awesome stuff that'll happen at, um at the uh, back to the land festival as well. It's also another great festival. Uh, both of them are going to be in Tennessee. And the reason why a lot of these awesome festivals are in Tennessee is because there ain't no rules, right? Especially out of you know, self-reliance, man, they're yeah. out there shooting 50 cows, Mark 19s all. Of, I mean, not while the festival's it's, going. Yeah.
1: It's Wales. Couldn't mess up the shooting range. Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: exactly what he, <laughs> so the awesome thing about all this, y'all, like I said, self-reliance, you definitely want to get your tickets in for that. And the reason why, like I said, we got another discount code down below the biggest reason why y'all You're probably thinking, why is he going on about this? Because it's all part of the theme of this podcast, this Pimpcast. It's actually about business. And that's one of the awesome things you're going to pick up at both back to the land, but especially at self-reliance is that you have a massive health component. You're going to have Dr. Ken Berry there. You're going to have all these other people out there that are dropping tactical nukes of information in so many different ways. Son, how much did we learn just in the business sector out there?
1: Oh, it completely changed our, I mean, our whole point of view on business, on conducting business, especially with, uh, just like everything we do, the, the website, the doing the podcast. Now, everything we do has changed because of going to the self-reliance and
0: change for the better and also providing better customer service, which we was always, we were already pretty good at that. Providing better customer service and providing better products and improving them in massive ways without increasing any costs. And figuring out what products we could be selling, just seeing what's even possible. Right, and that's exactly what we're going to share with you today. Okay, so we're going to move on to the world news. Okay, yeah. So this is, even, this is all weaving a tapestry, y'all. Dig it. Um, right now, Truth Social is waiting for basically approval through Google to be included into the Google Play Store, okay? Now, what does this mean? In order for them to get the app in there, they're going to have to talk turkey. They're basically going to have to decide whether or not, and and Mike Adams really exposed me to this, uh, the health ranger, they're going to have to basically decide whether or not they're going to make money or whether or not they're going to be a free speech platform. And I'm thinking they're going to go with the former. I'm not so sure it's going to go for the latter. When you have that many investors involved, um, people are going to be, uh, you know, we'll just see how that pans out. But look, that's exactly why I'm bringing you back to what we're talking about. We need to be able to jettison all these platforms and stick
1: to one that sticks with us. We'll stick to one that we made that's tailored for, tailored yeah. for us.
0: Exactly. But at the same time, you know, and if this thing ever goes off the rails, I'll be the first one to jump off. I mean, yeah. if. I yeah. mean, if it if it's not if it a free, goes off the rails, just pay attention. We'll let you know. We'll be the first to tell you. Um, but you know what? I've met the people that are running this thing, um, and I'm telling you what, man, these are the most freedom minded people you could ever imagine. Now, if they go sideways, then I'm not sure there's much hope for this country at this point. <laughs> yeah, um, because it means these, a lot
1: of things went wrong.
0: These are ultimate agorists that are running this thing. These are my kind of people. These are the kind of people that are not left. They're not right, and they don't care about any of the nonsense that everybody tells you you ought to be worried about. That's exactly why I'm bringing this story up is that all these other platforms out there, I'll be honest with you, man. I'm, you won't catch Williams on what's
1: that. Uh, we have an Instagram, Instagram, but but it's, it's pointless. Instagram is pointless. John talks about it as well. It's like Instagram is for people who just want to see pretty photos. For conducting business, it is absolutely worthless. You almost said business. Yeah. For conducting business, it is absolutely worthless. Well, they're
0: getting down to business in Europe. This is the other story I wanted to hit on real quick. Um, Europe is basically going in the toilet. And hold on to your hats, folks. We're not ones to sell fear mongering or any of that, but there is a large preparedness component to permaculture. Yeah, say that 10 times. Um, it's massive. I mean, right now they're knocking down the processing and manufacturing. I mean, it's shutting down like nobody's business. And what's really dreadful in places like France where they led the world in clean, safe nuclear energy. Now, they're not all clean, but if you wanted to know anything about nuclear energy, you went to the French. As I understand it, they had 51 reactors. And in in all this that's going down, I think they're down to 31. And they're basically coming out saying, look, y'all, I think it was Macron or one of them the other day basically came right out and said, look, y'all, um, now is the winner of our discontent. Well, he didn't quite say it like that. Shakespeare actually said it that way. in Richard Third. you know, I believe the whole thing begins that way. Now is the winner of our discontent. Well, that's exactly where we're heading or where they're heading over in Europe. And that's where we're going to be headed, too, if you don't, you know, wake up, smell the corruption or fall asleep, drinking the hemlock. So I'm bringing all this up, y'all. You know what? I'd be remiss if I didn't point out what's going on in Germany as well. They're saying, look, get ready for a freeze. Nobody, no, none of the mainstream prostitutes are telling you about this. Nobody's talking about it. Nobody's talking about the dreadful things that are unfolding over there and are almost certainly going to head this way. And talking about, you know, Taiwan and how the biggest chip manufacturers over there, you got China coming down on there. So do you see why? forever in a day. I haven't spent a whole lot of time talking to it. And there's something in the Q and a, it's going to cover this. I haven't been talking about this a lot. I haven't done those front porch talks and the reason, well, I'll get into the reasons why later, but the biggest reason folks, I implore you to give serious thought about a business of your own is because we're going to not have a choice, but to do business with one another. So if we've got to start right now. I saw this coming from way off, had many a conversation with Danny at Deep South, had many a conversation with a number of other people out there, many of them hardcore patriots, and we all saw this coming. But I've been, I won't say I have the biggest voice, I definitely don't, but I'm one of the people out there that I've been showing you, we have been showing you at this farm, my family, we've been showing you how to feed yourself and your animals for free because I saw this coming. So in addition to that, let's talk about how we do business together. Because if we don't, y'all, believe me, you don't want to know what the alternative is going to be. Well, we went way back on that one, but it's still a jam. That's what I'm talking about. Some of that Billy Ocean. Um, Yeah, I heard somebody say it that way. Ocean, I guess it was a British way of saying it. Anyway, look, y'all. Let me just come right down to it. I want to ask each and every one of you out there. I want you, everybody in the sound of my voice, I want to ask you. You don't have to be Edgar Cayce or Nostradamus to see what's unfolding right now, Okay. All jokes aside, I want to know why you aren't starting a business. I want to know why if you see the things that are unfolding, why you aren't asking yourself how on earth can
1: I get into a business? What can I possibly do? Well, hey, before we get into that, we should also t- let everybody know just in case nobody did know or anybody didn't know, Billy Ocean is black. <laughs> Folks, tell them why that's so funny. It's funny because mom thought Billy Ocean was a white dude. <laughs> so where's That she dude be- is as black as this microphone, right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: that dude's as black as the ace of spades, man. And I'm like, okay, did his voice not give it away? Well, here's the funny part about it, y'all. Michelle, I used to mess with her all the time. We're going to digress just a little bit because it is funny. Yeah. Um I used to mess with her all the time because she grew up, they didn't have a TV or anything like that. She knew nothing and still to this day knows nothing about pop culture in the eighties and even parts of the seventies. Um, she may have watched Dukes of Hazzard a time or two or the, I think the only thing they ever watched or were able to get in that rural, very rural part of New York where she grew up was, um, little house in the prairie. Well, she also got hee haw. Yeah. Hee haw and little house in the prairie. So she thought hee haw was a documentary. So, um, (laughs) We were driving back today, and of course, you'll drop a little nugget of comedy <laughs> every once in a while. We were and, trying to
1: pick out music for the podcast, actually.
0: Yeah, and so I'm sitting here driving back, and I'm playing some stuff. She hates everything. I put on Billy Ocean, and
1: uh, what is she saying? She exactly? just let us know. She's like, I used to think this was a white guy. and Just I'm like, let it, casually let us know. That information. And I
0: said to her, I I thought for a second after we, you know, I got done hysterically laughing. I'm like, so I guess you guys didn't have a TV (laughs) or black people up in that place in New York. You didn't have either one. Because if you hear his voice, you know, that ain't Rick Astley. I mean, for crying out loud, but let's get back to it. Um, Look, enough with the. (laughs) Okay, we're going to get to it, y'all. Back to the business, y'all. Man, there are so many different options out there when it comes to businesses, and everybody that I've spoken to about this is always saying almost the same exact thing. I have no idea where to start. Well, let me give you, I'm going to tell you exactly what I told Matt and Gabby uh, when I was being interviewed the other day on their platform. And all I, I said it's really this simple. If you're a homesteader and you buy something anywhere, start with the stuff in your kitchen. And I mean, I'm really I'm, folks take this to, I'm taking this to heart and you're going to think this is almost laughable when I tell you how easy it can be. Just start with your, start with your kitchen, then go to your bathroom. Look at all the items in your kitchen. Do you have dish soap? Do you have a sponge? Do you have rags? What about your bathroom? Do you have uh, shampoo? What about conditioner? Some of you might even use shaving cream, but everybody has a beard these days. I shave, okay? What about oven mitts? Okay, so I'm talking about items you use every
1: single day. Or if there's a plant that you grow a lot of or that you have a particular fondness for. Absolutely. What about the food you eat? Right. What about the food you
0: eat? There's a lot of people I know that have uh, freeze dryers out there, and you could be making... In fact, at that last festival we did in South Carolina the uh, food trucks didn't show up and this yep. old boy sold out. People were as hungry as a runaway slave out there. And so he sold out completely practically of all the uh, freeze dried food that he had. Yeah,
1: he did. we still have a bag of uh, freeze dried bananas from him.
0: Yeah. So there you go. Y'all think about when you're looking at businesses, ask yourself, just like we talked about in the beginning with two old crows homestead. She, I spoke to her about it. Yeah, I spoke to her about it and she was really nervous. I mean, I'm going to talk to her on Sunday Um, And in fact, not just her, but I'm going to be talking to two other women as well, along with Michelle. And we're going to talk about women in the homestead businesses and what you can do. We're going to give you more good ideas because folks, like I said, we don't ever offer a problem without offering some solutions. So here's what she did. I'm going to give it to you. She's going to explain it much, much better. Um, She had a couple of growing pains. while trying to figure out the soap she wanted to make. She was having problems with the recipe, didn't come out the way she liked. She didn't like the fragrance. And she played with it. She tweaked it. She worked it. She manipulated it. She did it over and over again until she found a product that she loved. Now, she told me she knew she loved it, but w- she wasn't so sure that everybody else would. So she sent us some in the mail. And I had no idea that Shelly, and she's one of the two old crows at twooldcrowshomestead.com. She sent this, and she told me she was so nervous wondering what we were going to say because she knows that I will be brutally honest. yeah. Uh for yeah, good or ill. If,
1: if you don't have a good product or you don't want us to be honest about it, don't don't send it to us.
0: Now I won't tell the whole world about it unless you want me to, unless you're some of these um some of these people that want me to test their products just about every time the answer is no. There's a couple out there I'm willing to work with. Um
1: as far as like big companies and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, you would be shocked at the deals that come through this front door. They're looking for some brown dude and they always seem to find a slick way of putting that in there. They want some brown dude to promote their product and they'll pay you a pile of money. Well, that ain't going to happen with me y'all. Um, unless I believe in that product, I ain't promoting nothing. I don't care what you're paying. Um, I, there's things that are far more important, just like my freedom of speech is more important to me. But getting back to this, she tweaked to this, she tweaked this soap 30 ways to Sunday and came up with some magnificent, um, fragrances. Now, here's the beauty of this. I've already, I looked around my kitchen. And folks, I'm, I'm going to take my time on this. I'm, I'm going to slow down a little bit and explain this. Here's how it all, here's how this whole thing started. I'm looking around my kitchen, and I'm looking at the coffee we buy. I'm looking at the soap we use. I'm looking at just about every single thing around this kitchen. And sadly and embarrassingly, just about every single bit of it came from some health food store, Uh, one of which probably hates our guts. Especially
1: if they saw the channel.
0: Oh, yeah. You got that right. They they hate our guts. And I'm buying this stuff from a bunch of people that hate my guts. Why am I doing this? These people hate the bones of you. So I said, okay, each item around this kitchen, that's where we're going to start. Then we're going to move to the bathroom, or we'll do both at the same time. So the first one, it was relatively easy. And it had to do with Nicole's sauce and her coffee. Now think about it. We sell, we are now affiliates with her and here's why, because Michelle gets a monthly order of that coffee. Of course, we subscription. Yep. Subscription to the coffee. Now here's why I'm especially, all I asked is that it was free trade. That's what I wanted to know. Where do you get your coffee? And this is the beauty of being able to deal with somebody on a personal level. I'm like, okay, where do you get the coffee? Um, when you, um, when you purchase this coffee, how do you acquire it? Is it free trade? And um, she said, no, it's better than free trade. And here's why. She's dealing directly with the farmers. I mean, there's no middleman. She's giving them the maximum benefit. These people, these guys and gals are feeding their families, and they're doing better than they ever could, even under free trade. So it's better than free trade. So, bam, got my coffee there, and I'm happy to pay more. Um, and it's really not much more when you break it down. So I'm like, okay, bam, I can knock coffee off the list. Okay. What's the next thing to come in? Shelly sent this soap, tried this soap. William immediately took that soap, went up, tried it. And it was a sexy beast, uh, thing that she had, but she had other fragrances as well. Now, when Michelle ordered it from her, she's thinking, okay, I'll buy a month at a time and we'll probably be on the, if she, puts that in her website there's going to be some recurring thing that we can oh, use yeah.
1: if she signs up if she does a subscription thing i'm definitely signing up for that
0: well we're already signed up i mean mom got soap for everybody oh wow. well maybe not based on the way i found out you're using it tonight but hey, i'm getting clean yeah well apparently you're very clean so we're in here the point being y'all i am putting my money where my mouth is i'm not we're not the rockefellers but i have made up in my mind I am going to evangelize, whether on the YouTube channel or whether in this podcast, as much and as often as I can. And that's, look, sorry to sound like a broken record, record, but that's why I'm promoting freesteading.com is because as often as I possibly can, I'm trying to build us up to where we are not reliant on this soap that came from who knows where and from whom.
1: I don't know. Right, and the freesteading.com can also put you in contact with the the good or service that you're looking for.
0: Right. And maybe there's, you know what, let the market decide. So let's say Shelly almost certainly will get competition of other soap manufacturers over there. Well, you know what's going to happen? The free market's going to figure out who makes the best soap at the best price and who can, who can do this, um, at a way that everybody loves the packaging. Everything about it is second to none. So here's what I'm getting at. Here's what I'm asking y'all. I want you, everybody in the sound of my voice, I want you to make things to where I never have to do business with anybody but you, and I can buy it in bulk at a time, um, if possible. I know you know, growing pains, it ain't always going to be that way. But if, like Nicole, I can sit here and buy a month's worth of coffee and put myself on a recurring thing, that's exactly who I'm doing business with.
1: Yeah, also, there's a thing. If somebody were to do plastic products using the... Uh, it's an f- open-source design called Precious Plastics, but it's a way to shred melt down, and remold uh new plastic items and stuff like that so you could make your own i mean realistically you could make your own tupperware products you could make your own uh, plastic knives and forks i mean the you're really only limited on what mold you have and you could also do it from waste stream
0: which a lot of what these products are i mean like shelly makes her soap out of what most people would think of is a waste stream and it's fantastic
1: yeah the the intent behind the guys that created that precious plastic thing was just to set up small um, was it like small community recycling stations. That was really it. but the it's open source. You can get the design and the plan for it for free right now. A lot of this
0: stuff is open source and folks here's how I'm going to tell you to start your business. If you're thinking, man, I am so sick and tired of waking up day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, toiling away for a pittance to go to work for somebody you don't even want to work for. So here's what you do. I'm going to give it to you this simple. It's really this simple. There's never been an easier time for you to start a home-based business and you don't have to come out. Look, you're not going to go out there looking like Bill Gates overnight. And frankly, hopefully not Bill Gates. Yeah, You're not going to go out overnight. And it's almost certainly not going to happen. But here's what you can do. If you're in this uh, com platform, or even if you have your own website or you're hearing me right now, Walk around your house. Look at the items around your house. Do you have pillows on the couch? Are you handy? Are you a woodworker? Um, Also, do you have things that you can ship? Okay, there's laundry detergent. Can you make that better? Can you put a twist on it? Is there something you can use in your place that you could add value to it? Is there something with the labeling? Are you donating a portion of the profits to, let's say, Veterans for Child Rescue, as we do? are you taking all these different things around your house and just find and see if you have affinity to one of them?
1: You don't even have to make the product better. You could just make it yours and people will buy it because it's the alternative to the big box guy. There is that, but I would highly recommend that you would add value to it. Make it the best you can. If it's worth doing, then it's worth doing. I mean, I'm talking about like laundry detergent and stuff like that. Like your clothes can only get so clean. Like you're only going to perfect that to a certain extent. Instead, if you just make it yours and you know, you have your own laundry detergent, like people are going to go to that just because it is yours. And it's not tied. What if you could make the laundry detergent
0: or come through some saponification process to where you could make your own from some of the byproducts on your farm? Maybe that's okay. But I'm talking also to a lot of people that might be living in an apartment, you know, look around that apartment, look around it. Are there items there that you bought off the shelf, something that you could make and make it distinctly yours, make it better without a bunch of harsh chemicals in it? Maybe you have laundry detergent like Michelle. You give If she, her, her stuff is washed and tied, she is going to break out like nobody's
1: business. Well, if you live in an apartment, you could sell inoculated uh, mushroom bags. Anybody who sells those inoculated countertop mushroom bags does not stay in stock. I mean, they sell out all the time. Go ahead if you don't believe me, go ahead and try to buy Bam. one. See how many you're in in stock right now, son.
0: That's exactly what I'm talking about. It's something like that. You are only limited. You could even grow microgreens in there and sell those at a yeah. farmer's market. You can sell it on Craigslist. Here's another thing. Okay, go out there, figure out it ain't that doggone hard. Figure out how to propagate some things. Maybe it's yeah. fruit trees. Maybe you go out, say, go out there, get yourself a bunch of root stock. Let's say you live in a neighborhood, go get yourself a bunch of root stock. Go get some scions, grow those up. You can sell those trees for thirty bucks a piece. I'm dead serious. In a pot
1: or improve like tools uh, that already exist, like the rice knife. I didn't do anything different to that other than improve the handle, right? Um, right. Now, I mean, like reshaped it and then like painted it and protected it and stuff like that.
0: Well, at the end of the day, you want to make sure that you're putting. You want to put your own brand on everything you do, make it your own brand. Now the rice knives, like William said before, they actually come from China. Now he adds value to it by improving those janky handles that usually fall right off.
1: And they're supposed to come from uh, from China. They're it, rice knives, they're exactly. actually from that area. <laughs> so we take that and
0: improve it and give you a much, much better product that came from the Perma Pastures Farm. And there's also, look, look around the things you use every day. I'm not going to tell everybody because there are other products that we're coming out with that are not only better than anything you can pull off the shelf, not only are they better, there's some certain things that always break down. Ask yourself, do you have a better idea for that? Is it really that hard? Is it really that hard to sit here and make a better product? It isn't. It really isn't. Just look around your house, look around your apartment, look around your yurt, look around everywhere you stand right now and look at the things. I don't care if it's an ink pen or a pencil. It could be paint. It could be something that simple. It could be milk paint. Look at the things. Just start with the most basic things in your house. Can you make, I mean, something as simple as toothpicks. Do you have bamboo around you? For real, think about this. Here's another good idea. And believe me, folks, I've given out some colossal ideas that people are going to make some nice money on. I didn't even do them.
1: Or uh, chopsticks also. Absolutely. Those can be sold. Like if you do the uh, those high-end chopsticks, those can be sold for quite a bit of money.
0: Well, okay, we got a bunch of invasive bamboo running around here. Why yeah. couldn't you chop that down? And you could make some pretty cool-looking scaffolding. Uh, uh, you could do th-
1: like tomato uh, cages out of it. You yeah, could make tomato two- cages or sell them as tomato steaks. You could sell them as tomato steaks for half the price and make a killing because tomato steaks are priced ridiculously.
0: Slice them down, put them in containers, put some uh, cinnamon extract in there. You got cinnamon toothpicks right there. And they're toothpicks. I'm a guy that chews on toothpicks all the time, and I use those bamboo type. That's why – and I'm looking at one right now. I'm saying that's an invasive thing that's growing up all the way around here. Could you do something with it? I mean, folks – this is off the top of my head. You can literally walk around your house and now you have a platform that is emerging right now where you could take that. You can be in business overnight. Just like that Andy. Um, I can never remember that. Frizzella, Andy for Yeah. Yeah. Just like he says, and he's right because I'm old enough to remember the times where I had to literally, when I had, I had an insulation business back in Oklahoma where I literally had to go door to door to door with pamphlets and knock on doors and try to sell the insulation. Now, we were doing good at, for a while there and then, um, you know, made a move and got into other things. But I'm saying it has never been more easy where you can literally, and now you can also be dog too. Because if you come out with some jacked up stuff and you're hurting people, um, if you think you're going to cut corners and get by in this market, I got news for you. That ain't going to happen either. So you better be on your, you better be on your guard. Also, your customer service. If you do start that business and somebody calls you, do not answer the phone and say, hello, you're going to get that dial tone on the <laughs> other end. I mean, if you, if, for real, I mean, if you have an insulation yeah. business, okay, I had to learn that one the hard way because I was using cell phones were still kind of emerging at that time and I didn't know who was calling. So I couldn't say, um, well, I, I don't know if I should say the name of the company right now because it's still in existence. But um, if you didn't answer the call, answer the phone, blah, 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 insulation company, then people were like, if you answered it, hello? Dude, I can't tell you how many times I got a dial tone. So I had to learn that one the hard way.
1: Yeah, because people are automatically going to assume that it's the wrong number.
0: Or they're going to think you're not professional. Uh, Like a glass company, I always use them. um, I remember I I could not get this glass replaced for nothing. Everybody was busy. It was back in Kansas. Your mom was running a weed eater, and folks, I'm telling you, she could break Thor's hammer.
1: Yeah, Uh, mom has a special talent.
0: She's broken so many things, man. I mean, just working... And there are a couple of times I've seen her use that weed eater like a baseball bat.
1: Yeah, really, if you guys are like tool manufacturers or anything and you want to test your product, send it (laughs) on over. Man, I'm telling you what, man. She will put that thing to the test. Son, speaking of another thing, like you just
0: said. Okay, folks, you want another million-dollar idea? You want to know? I'm going to give it to you right now. Make some farm tools better than
1: the crap at Tractor Supply. Or make make farm tools with proper handle handles like uh, pitchforks and shovels and all that stuff should never have shellac or lacquer on them no they make them harder to use yeah so if you were to honestly if you were to re-handle tools or improve the handles of the tools like i did with the rice knives improve the product that that would be a money maker right there it could
0: or let's say Okay, let's say you're thinking about what you're going to do now there's a lady named Rosie. Hopefully I get to talk to her. She started she has a couple of things going on. I mean, I love her so much she works for John out of SOE, yeah
1: special she's operations awesome. equipment. yeah, if she weighs it, uh, it pays. That's
0: right man every time I see her, she's like, if it weighs it pays, baby. she was in my butcher class. but she went out and learned how to weld every I don't care what the class is. she is going to always oh, yeah. be there. man, she is such an inspiration. but she learned how to weld. And she learned how to bake. And now she's starting up her own little bakery where she puts like. um, Her own little like confectionery. Yeah, where she puts alcohol in just about. Not everything, but she made some. I don't know. I think it's everything, Dad. No, there's not. She had some that were also like uh, keto friendly and stuff like that. So she had. But here it is. This is a lady with, um, as I understand it, a special needs child at home. And she is hacking it out. She's older than me. And she is out there busting it, y'all. I mean, absolutely doing. She's learning the ropes. It's a it's a hard thing when you go out there when you start a business, folks. Look, I understand. I have been there. I've started many businesses and I've failed a lot too. I'm to the point now where I may still fail, but I know exactly how to do things a lot better than I ever did. So remember, fail while da- fail while daring greatly. And you're gonna have, you're gonna be have, you're gonna have all these idiotic butterflies in your stomach. And there's no getting around that. There ain't. When you bring out something that you've never done before, because many of us, all of our lives, we've always worked for someone else. The notion of ever doing anything for ourselves is painful because we have never been taught how to do this. There was never a thing in school that taught you out how to not work for somebody else. You've never been taught that. Not unless you came from a silver spoon in your mouth. So these are muscles we are going to have to build. It's like working out for the first time.
1: Actually, no. And I did take an entrepreneurship class in high school. And the main, we played Monopoly. And the goal for that class was you had to make $100 by the end of the school year. Or no, 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 by the end of the semester. That was, that was it. That was a whole entrepreneurship class in high school. That's what they teach in high school.
0: Well, well you know that game we got from Robert Kiyosaki. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a much better version. Monopoly is actually a good, pretty good teacher, but a much better version of it is the one from Robert Kiyosaki, which I, escapes me right now. Uh,
1: cash flow, cash
0: flow. Yeah, I think it was called cash, flow cash or something flow like that. Something. It's a board game quadrant. No, that's the name of the book, but um, cash. it was it something was, for kids though. Well, you can yeah. find it. Just look up board game Robert Kiyosaki, and I guarantee you'll find it. The beauty, the beauty about all that, and this was <laughs> awesome, is that it's teaching you how you ought to be doing. It's it's all about business, but it's a fun way to do it. But look, there is nothing more intimidating than going outside of your comfort zone. And the beauty about it is the beauty about it is, when I spoke to Shelly the other night when she was talking about her soap, you always go back and it sounds cliche, but is what is the worst that can possibly happen? You lost a little bit of money? Okay, well, you can go down and call yourself having fun at a casino and you're gonna lose a lot more money. With maybe the small chance that you might profit out of the deal.
1: Look. Or just cancel your subscriptions for a month. Use that money to start your business.
0: Right. Right. Quit buying. I'll tell you what. Maybe start with not buying that coffee, that highfalutin coffee you get down at the coffee shop. Make your own coffee for a while. Buy buy better
1: coffee from Nicole. There you go.
0: (laughs) And use our link down below because it helps us too. Look, I'm not hiding it.
1: Yeah. Instead of using stale, moldy coffee that's been sitting in Starbucks for however long.
0: Well, son, let's look at it this way too. What if, okay, imagine for, a self, imagine for a moment, folks, no matter where you are, whether you're driving in your car, no matter what, think about where this could potentially lead. And I've kind of floated the idea before. What if we had a guild of people, just like we have a guild of plants. What if we had a guild of people that said, okay, you sell my product, I'll give you 10%. I sell your product, I get 10%. What if we had this, and at this term, self-licking ice cream cone to a certain extent, well, guess what? If we got scrubbed off of YouTube, which will probably happen someday, or they, you know, it doesn't matter, or it doesn't matter in terms of you. If all of a sudden you got this side hustle and then you lose your job, well, maybe it's not that big an impact if you lived a high quality, low consumption life the way we do, where we have multiple streams of income, but we rely on just one or we don't go out there and oh yeah we're going to go to the islands we're going to spend all this money yeah there's a time and place for some of that stuff if you're so inclined but that's what poor
1: people do well also you could i just thought of another business idea like on okay so if you're on that freesetting.com you can you could sell classes on there so a lot of the people that are on freesetting.com are homesteaders a lot of those homesteaders want to start their own YouTube channel and their own podcast and their own social media of some sort. If somebody were to get on there, somebody who knows how to use Final Cut Pro, some of these other uh, editing software things, if somebody knew how to use those and could teach a class on that, you could sell classes on freesteading.com on how, how to do this stuff. It's, it's something tailor-made for the community. Um, we get asked all the time right now. My wife is, she's looking up how to edit homesteading videos on final cut pro and not a single thing pops up because nobody's talked specifically on how to edit homesteading videos and anybody who's edited video before knows it's different than, uh, your typical like EDC video or your typical like animated video or anything like that. It's, it's completely different. Or well, what if you're one of these tech people that are out in the world
0: and you're, you know, you're, you're tired of what you're doing. You don't see any value in it. Okay. Well, maybe you could go to that same website and say, offer your services as a person who yeah. might
1: be able to edit that video. I mean, or can you edit that video? Can you do, can you set up uh, websites that a lot of us, a lot of us don't know how to use computers, y'all yeah <laughs> a lot of us are figuring yeah. this tech part as we go we got the growing part down not the tech part some of us still don't know how to use computers and I'm talking yeah. about me I mean I'm,
0: I'm I'm getting I'm having to learn more and more like if I if I want to use presetting.com to its full extent I'm going to have to know how to navigate these things a lot better than I do and frankly it's not that I lack the intelligence that's certainly not the case I just lack the look when I say permaculture is my passion it is Now, above that passion, also...
1: Also, keep in mind, dad absolutely refused to learn any new technology until we started this YouTube channel. It was an absolute refusal. Yeah,
0: I was content to be a Luddite. I mean, for the rest of my life, I really was. I went into it kicking and scratching. And then when I met all these wonderful people out there, and now in the podcast space, man, I'm like, dude, where have these people been my whole life, man? This is exactly the community I was looking for. I was so soured on some of the partnerships we did with family before that... I was kind of relegating myself into obscurity thinking, you know what? I'm just going to kind of, I'm just going to kind of do my own thing. But look folks, the bottom line is no matter where you are in life, you don't have to go whole hog at it. We didn't. I mean, I was out there busting my hump as a journeyman electrician, chasing that money, trying to get that brass ring. Not so we can go buy the next thing. I wanted to retire. When I say retire, I mean, get out of that and into what I love and I'm doing what I love. And I make a living doing it. We're not the Rockefellers by any means. But you know what else it does? Jack Spearco said to me once, and it was, it was one of the most profound things I ever heard. And um, he's like, you know what? It's a whole lot easier to give from a position of abundance. And so that's another thing we're able to do is uh, one of the big passions. I say permaculture is my passion, but that's really second to saving all these kids, as many as I can, from child sex trafficking. And um, to me, it's the scourge of humanity. And I'm not sure how we can ever be blessed until we remove that scourge from us and all the other nasty things that go on in this world. Well, you know what? I can do a whole lot more if I got disposable income that I can send to these people. And we don't talk about it much because like the Bible says, you know, you got your reward if you're expecting to be praised of men. So I am able to help out people that are in trouble. We don't, like I said, we don't talk
1: about that. And we don't even, the people we help out, we don't even tell that we helped out. Well, and like Andy's point of view, Andy Frazella guy, it, it Frasella, yeah, yeah. It. His uh point of view is, I mean, it's your duty to become successful. Like his uh, one of the arguments he gets is, oh, I'm not concerned about money. I just don't. I just donate my time at the soup kitchen every week. And then his his argument is, how many soup kitchens could you build if you had millions of dollars? There you go. You
0: know, like that. Um, there was a guy with a lot of sense who once said. Evil might come to a person with money, but tyranny comes surely to those without it. Now, I'm not saying you go out there, I mean, money does not drive anybody in this house. You don't, look what I drive.
1: I mean, yeah. our most reliable vehicle is 22 years old. We thought about replacing it, and then that's as far as we got. Yeah,
0: we we thought about it, and I'll replace it as soon as that, the wheels fall off <laughs> of it, because that's not where my that's not where I'm trying to store up treasures, y'all. I know that I can do a lot more good in this world if I'm showing people how to grow their own food. And any disposable income we have if it goes to the things that I want. But look, it all starts with a business. It all starts with a business, y'all. So if you're one of those people and you're, you've been pining away thinking, man, I don't know where to start. Walk around your doggone house, wherever it is you live, in your car, in your tractor. Think of anything. Look at the th- everyday items you use. And you now yeah. have availability. If you can just singular. Have a singular focus on, let's just say, making bamboo toothpicks, okay? I'll use that as an example. Or bamboo chopsticks. Make it your motive, if you find passion in that, to make them the best they can possibly be. And now you have a platform that you're going to have to work. If you think you're just going to put it out there, okay, it's on a website. No, you better get out there and promote it. Tell everybody. Send some out for free. Do like... Do exactly what they did at Two Old Crows Homestead. Take that risk and send it to somebody just like I did when I was trying to get bone sauce off the ground. I sent it to, and I said, look, I know the stuff works. I know it works well. So got out there, gave it to some people. They said, man, it works. Gave it to Deep South Homestead. Man, it works. They told everybody, and then bam, we were off and running.
1: Yeah, also coming up with the product is the easiest part. That's not where your stumbling is going to be. Uh, It's producing that product consistently over and over again. That's the hardest part, I think.
0: You know what's crazy about it? One of my best friends from growing up, this dude has had more million-dollar ideas years before other people had them and never once has ever acted on a single one of them. He would be a multi-zillionaire right now if he ever acted on any of them. So dreams must be implemented with deeds. That same guy that I told you before said that same thing. Dreams, listen, dreams must be implemented with deeds. You have got to put foot to butt and it ain't that hard. Go out there and if you fall flat on your face, at least you know what not to do. But you're really not out of anything. But where, okay, so if you're one of these people working in a factory, nothing wrong with that. There's dignity in that. If you're a person working in the hospital, there's dignity in that. If yeah. you're out there working in a shovel, there's dignity in that. If you cook food, if you're looking after your family, if you're a stay-at-home mom or a stay-at-home dad, there is dignity in what you do. But I'm telling you what, you would be shocked at how good it feels and I think you could ask Shelly about that when you get your first sale. And then you're and even then you're still questioning yourself. You're like, "Okay, I got that sale. Um, oh shoot, am I going to get another?" Well, you just hold on. You just hold on folks. You got more available to you right now to market a product than you ever did, but it better be good. It better be the best you can. I mean, don't go out there putting no crap together and think I'm going to ever give it a promotion. I'm telling you right now, if it's jacked up, I will tell you. And because I have told people I'm about to tell one right now, um, (laughs) I'm not going to, I'm not going to say it quite that way, but I'm not doing you. It's like those kids back when American Idol came on there, they get on there and they really think they can sing because mom and dad lied to them their whole lives. They get up there and get embarrassed on national TV because you 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 were told a lie. I'm not going to do that to you. If you send me a product and you want me to try it out, even on a private level, I will be brutally honest. If I don't like it, I'm going to tell you. I'm only doing you a favor. Yeah. So anything you want to add to that, son? Nope. All right, y'all. When we come back, we're going to get into the Q&A.
1: Can we see? Nasty head, east down the bullock, the bar. Sugar, said I like the, I like the way, said I like the way, like the way. Like the way. say your shit now. Maybe your cargo, I won't weigh you down. No, honey, I won't weigh you down. Oh, that was uh, Leon Bridges. It was part of his NPR tiny. The only good thing about NPR is their tiny desk concerts. But he performed a little tiny desk concert live. That's that about the really only.
0: Good. Yeah, you're right. You know what? I have found some pretty cool people on there like Raul Madan, uh yeah. blind um, um, uh, guitar player, man. And, he, and uh, trumpet player. <laughs> yeah, trumpet player, man. I mean, it's pretty From incredible. his hand. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's about the only thing you'll ever find on NPR that's worthwhile. All right, y'all. We're into the Q&A section. Um, I was going to try to keep it more business related, but anybody that wants to submit questions, you can do it through the fountain app. You can also do it. Yeah, That's um, one of the ways you can check me out at Billy at permapasturesfarm.com. William will get into that in a minute. One right off the bat from Lindsay is, um, why no more front porch talks? All right. Well, I'm gonna be brutally honest there too. I mean, that's look, I'm, I'm just going to tell you straight folks. I've been putting myself in the crosshairs even back when I was doing talk radio back in Kansas City and even up to this point. And that's a whole story unto itself. It really is. I'm tired of putting myself in the crosshairs for people that could not care less. If you're not awake at this point, if over the last two years you are not awake to what's going on right now, there's not a doggone thing I'm ever going to say that's going to wake you up. So I'm not going to go out there in the front porch and say what I'm now saying here. Because honestly, even in this platform, I feel so much freer being able to say exactly what it is I feel. And uh, am I going to stand up here and monologue? You know, if I want to, I can. But I love the format that we have right now. If you want to see it differently or if you have any suggestions. By the way, any questions, Billy at permapasturesfarm.com. If you have any, put in the subject line, podcast question or statement or anything you have to say regarding that. But yeah, the biggest number one reason that I have for not doing those things anymore is if you're awake wonderful if you aren't at this point there is nothing the only cure the only antidote for you honestly at this point and I'm not trying to be mean here it's actually starvation because when you hit this level of depravity and decadence and part of that is not caring about what's going on in the world I'm not sure there's anything I can do to help
1: I don't I don't get how you're not awake at this point like you have to be intentionally delusional at this point, to not be awake, plus it's, I, I just don't get it.
0: Well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spend a whole lot of time. I'm working on the people that are already awake or who have just emerged from the matrix. And if you are one of those people, congratulations, welcome aboard. Nobody's gonna break your chops about not being awake up until now, because all of us woke up at some point.
1: Now this isn't really a question; it's a statement, and it's kind of pretending to our previous conversation. Uh, from P Ninja on the Fountain app. It says, I vote you let the homestead honey pick more of the music. What? Y'all have no idea what oh, you're asking for. Oh no, man. Y'all you have no idea, y'all. <laughs> what it's, you're asking for. No.
0: I mean, she's when she play she <laughs> well, she better keep those earbuds <laughs> in. Man. I'm telling you what. Well okay, maybe next time we have her on, maybe we'll go ahead and let yeah. her pick the music yeah. and you'll find out for you'll yourself. See, you'll see what you're asking she's for. She's gonna pick something.
1: Whack, I guarantee it. Um, another question is, are you guys accepting interview applications? We'd love to come on and discuss uh, permaculture with small children and homeschooling, man, that would be awesome. Um,
0: I'll tell you what, reach out to me because we are starting to do Eric Sider was our first. We always said that our first guest, because he inspired all this, he really did. Um, even the YouTube channel, it was actually Eric that gave us some of the biggest push to get that off and running. So he's one of those, Unsung heroes out there, wicked smart in so many different ways. Good friend, fantastic cheerleader. I mean, loyal like you would not believe. And uh, folks, you want to check out his. Um, you want to check out his YouTube channel because he's starting to kick it back up again. His name is Eric Sider. S E I D E R. He's the last interview. The yeah. interview
1: right before this one.
0: Right. So regarding the folks that reached out, there, email me at Billy at PermaPasturesFarm and we'll see what we can do there because I really want to get into that. I definitely want to get into all things regarding everything homesteading, permaculture, preparedness. We're going to be covering it all. We might even throw some, we might even throw some curveballs in some of this, son. Yeah. So yeah, go to remember, check us out, listen to us on the fountain app. Okay, next one.
1: Well, hey, also another very common question that we get all the time is will there comfrey uh, spread? And what kind of comfrey do we have? If you buy comfrey from us, it is the clumping kind, not the spreading kind. So you don't have to worry about it spreading unless you go out there and physically do it yourself. Um, and the variety is Russian Bocking number four. Those are the varieties we and we sell cuttings, not seeds. Be careful with those seeds that you're buying on Amazon. Yeah, real. I mean, they're, people are not getting the right plants in Amazon.
0: <laughs> well, a lot of people, they've in fact I can't even count the number of people that bought those seeds and you know I don't I don't know that any of them had any luck with it that yeah. I'm aware of okay next one is from Michelle Ann um, this is pretty long so I'm gonna have to kind of condense it a little bit in a nutshell she's 57 has a four-year- adopted a four-year-old grandson awesome for you what a wonderful grandmother you must be says I'm disabled due to a car accident that happened way back um, she's right now on a tenth of an acre and and um, she says he has flower garden beds. I don't have much of land, uh, much lawn anywhere due to my planting habits. I love the way you roll. Sounds ra- like grandma. That's right. I raise rabbits, guinea uh, guinea pigs, and chickens, and soon quail and bees. And says also, um, basically, she's been following the channel. Thanks for all the kind words you said about us. But then she has a question down here. Yeah, I see
1: you scrolling over there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's quite
0: an email, but it it was a pleasure to read this one because, um, you know, it's. Man, when, when I hear these inspirational stories, man, it just gives me such hope. She's basically looking for anywhere between 5 to 40 acres, and um, she's saying berms and swales. Can these techniques be combined with culture?
1: Be very careful. Yeah, I would just stay away from it. I wouldn't combine culture with swales um, because you could potentially just be creating a landslide.
0: A very dangerous
1: landslide. Right.
0: Um, so
1: I mean,
0: I'm not a big fan unless you're like, I think Danny from deep South did, did them, but you know, he was very cautious and he's very, he's very methodical in how he does things. So they weren't just put
1: in there willy nilly. And it also depends on the size of your, like the, your slope, um, the angle of your slope and all that stuff. So just, i I would stay away from them, especially if you've never done them before.
0: She also asked, could I design berms and swale to meander through a property, uh, emptying into a pond similar to a lazy river type of thing? Absolutely. Absolutely you can. But I wouldn't use logs in any of that. And she's saying brush. And I, I wouldn't do that, y'all. But, I mean, it's a very dangerous thing if you really, really don't know what you're doing. Even if you are, it's really not necessary.
1: It's really not. No, you're still going to create that aquifer downhill of the swale anyways, even without the... the. Uh logs everybody asks now she asks this other question how do I control mosquitoes well, also I say that but I would definitely put wood in your ditch part of your swale
0: or, or, or some sort chips.
1: of, yeah, wood chips, mulch, any kind of carbon layer, some sort of mulch layer to keep that, just to help retain moisture even more and create that fungal, that fungal layer.
0: Right. And she's asking about mosquitoes. Well, we also found out that that helps a great deal on that as right. well. Yeah. It's going to help what the more fungus you establish in there. And people think fungus is a bad thing. No, it is a very good thing. In most cases, those fungal uh, pathways are going to wind up. So you don't necessarily have a mosquito problem with your swales, not in time. Because once they start functioning as they should, the water doesn't stay in there long enough for that to really happen. And if you have enough, trust me, just give it some time. You may have a, a, a problem at first, but as things grow, you're going to find out that it's not in there forever and a day. It's, they really don't get a chance to have a, a foothold on things. Um, okay, we have a bunch of other ones here. Um, I'm not sure we're going to get to them. I got another one from, let's see here, Deb. Yeah. She's talking about this cherry tree that we talked about back in podcast episode 14. Um, she's saying, before you go Old Testament on it, and I was talking about that cherry tree down front, Yeah, um, <laughs> please find out whether or not it's a tart cherry. There are whole counties in Michigan devoted to tart cherries and tart cherry juice, which is anti inflammatory. Uh, she said, could I identify it if I saw it? Uh, no. But I got a friend up here in Traverse City, Sutton area, of, uh, Bay of uh, Michigan. And they have them for festivals. I don't know what kind of cherry this thing is. I don't yeah. know if it's tart, but it ain't good. No,
1: it's, it's definitely tart. Um, yeah, it's definitely a tart cherry.
0: <laughs> Camelia asks, um, and I'm didn't. i, I I'm not going to give your last name. She's been a loyal follower for a long time, and she's such a joy. All your wonderful comments on YouTube and otherwise. Um, she got some comfrey in the mail, and she's realizing, oh, I can't plant it right off. She's asking, how does she
1: store it? You can store it in the fridge uh, for two to three months. Um, why can't she plant it right away? Because you know. could plant it. You can plant it as soon as you get it, as long as. This, I mean, if you're gonna water it for sure, um, like throughout the summer and stuff like that, just make sure it's watered for good for two weeks or until it pops up. Do not put it in potting soil yeah. or compost. Do not plant it in potting soil or compost because it won't. It won't work. It won't grow because it doesn't have a role to fill there. Um, well, some of them will, but you're going to have your success yeah, rate, yeah, believe success it or not, rate. it's going to be so much better,
0: right. so much better when you don't put it in rich soil. So the worse the soil, it seems the better comfrey does. So you're going to, especially through these dry months, you definitely want to keep it watered. But once it's established y'all, um, even through some of the worst droughts in Texas, man, that stuff still did pretty oh, respectful.
1: We completely neglected the comfrey, the whole property in texas two and a half years and then i
0: went and harvested some comfrey (laughs) yeah two and a half years we didn't even do it and you went back there and harvested some comfrey yep so um look let's kind of come full circle with this y'all i know we beat this dead horse dead 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 when it comes to (laughs) freesteading.com i'm telling you what yeah that one woke up in your bed look y'all i i can't we're gonna hit this thing many more times but i'm hoping that this thing has been a true blessing to you today. In fact, it might be the most it might be the most impactful podcast we've ever done. And yes, this is all
1: part of permaculture. It really is. The only way freesetting.com can fail is if nobody goes over there. Yeah. That's the only way it could fail. Yeah,
0: but then don't come to me saying, that, "Oh, you know, you didn't put any skin in the game. You didn't get out there. You didn't try to make yourself marketable at a platform where it never has been more easy to do this, y'all." <laughs> yeah. So look, Hopefully this all has been a blessing to you, y'all. Stay alert, stay alive.